Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. y'all. It's been a minute. I ended up taking an unintentional break from podcasting first because my daughter was sick and then the day after Halloween I completely lost my voice. So here we are. This is an episode that I actually wrote on Halloween with the intention of recording it that day and publishing it the next. However, as I said, that didn't happen because of the cold that we had running through our house. But we're on the upswing, we're doing a little bit better, and we're back. So, I just wanted to share something with you today for your consideration. It's just a question, really, and that is, are holiday traditions a source of comfort? or a source of anxiety for your child. See, I recently saw a Kids Eatin' Color post. If you're not following them on Instagram and you have Picky Eater, it's a great account to follow. Anyway, Kids Eatin' Color. And the post was about the Switch Witch. Maybe you know this tradition, maybe you don't. But basically, it's a tradition where kids can trade their Halloween candy for a new toy. They set their Halloween candy out and the Switch Witch comes overnight, takes the candy away and brings them a new toy. And in the post, she was saying that for her first child, the Switch Witch wasn't a problem. They loved it. They loved trading in their candy because they loved getting a new toy. But for her youngest, It was a source of stress, and it was actually damaging to the child's relationship with food, with candy, because they felt pressured to consume as much as they possibly could, and it was creating a lot more anxiety than benefit. So, as we wrap up this Halloween season, I want to invite you to consider what worked well for your family this year and what didn't? What traditions do you want to keep going? What traditions are working? And what will you drop next year because it actually isn't benefiting your family? You can even extend this and consider looking forward to the upcoming holidays. What worked well last year and what didn't? What can you change? to make the holidays a little bit less stressful for your family. My daughter is eight and she loves being with her best friend and she is excited about decorating and costumes. So this year we focused on the social side of Halloween, like we did a trunk or treat and we went trick or treating with friends. We did low key Halloween crafts and decorated. And let me just say, (laughs) 
it's tricky when you want the coolest Halloween house and your mom is kind of a minimalist and refuses to buy big decorations that are going to end up in the landfill, right? She wanted to go big. We hit a balance with crafting this year. So we made our own decorations that are reusable for some to a certain extent, <laughs> and then other ones are compostable. We also put a lot of energy into costume creation and found lots of opportunities to wear said costume. She's also been needing a lot of downtime lately, and she has had a cold. <laughs> So in order to make space for all of this excitement, all of the traditions that we did want to participate in, we cut back on extracurriculars and opted out of a few weeks of swimming lessons and even a swim meet, right? We had to choose what we wanted to focus on so that we didn't get overwhelmed by how much is happening, how busy this season is. Some of the traditions that we've had in the past that we didn't carry on were the pumpkin patch and carving pumpkins. We let those go this year. She still had some interest in doing both of them, but we weren't able to find a good time for the pumpkin patch. And since they're always so crowded, we just let it slide. She was fine with picking out, uh, picking out pumpkins at the grocery store this year. But, you know, she wasn't really motivated to carve them. We thought we might do some last minute, or I thought we might do some last minute carving, but it didn't really fit in with our trick-or-treating plans. And ultimately... She was happy with the way we arranged the pumpkins, and carving them was not an issue. We did spend some time talking about how Halloween is still Halloween, even if you don't carve pumpkins, right? So if there's something that's been a tradition for your family that you're letting go because it's not, um, not the best use of your time anymore, can be helpful to talk about how the holiday remains even when you release some of the older traditions, some of the little kid traditions if you're parenting an older child now, right? So my message to you out there is let your holiday traditions evolve with your child. Drop what isn't working and add in new traditions when they're ready. Next year, we're going to try a haunted house. And we've actually started building up to that with starting to watch and read things that are a little bit more scary. I'm talking, remember the show on Nickelodeon, Are You Afraid of the Dark? There is a newer version. We've been able to watch that because nobody dies and there's no blood. <laughs> um and in a similar vein, we're about to start reading some John Belair's books because nobody dies when there's no blood. It's just scary, but it's scary that she can handle. So finding that balance and making adjustments to like 
move towards their new vision of the holidays if they are coming up with a new vision. That's a great thing to do. And really, if you think about it, what is the most important thing about the holidays? Is it the traditions? Or is it being together? If you focus on connection and togetherness with family and friends, you really can't go wrong. Look for what builds connection. Look for what builds fun. Be okay with that changing over time and drop the stuff that gets in the way of that or just creates more stress. All right, I hope that this episode has been helpful for you as we move out of October and into November and into the other various end of year holidays because you can take these thoughts and apply them to what's coming up as well as applying them to what you're going to do next year. All right, I hope you have a great rest of your week. I will talk to you in the new in I will talk to you in the next episode.